0: Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Greg Store discusses the Trump administration's new guidelines for the H one B visa program. He speaks with Bloomberg Intelligence government analyst Caitlin Weber and Howard University professor Ron Hira. Caitlin.
1: Uh Give us just a quick overview of this program. Who is being brought in under the program uh, and who is bringing them in?
2: So the H-1B highly skilled visa program is really the U.S.'s flagship uh, program for, for specialized workers. It's capped pretty strictly at $85,000 per year. Um, about half of those positions go to computer-related positions, computer programmers, systems analysts, engineers. Um, I think when most, most Americans think about this visa program, they probably, first Associated with companies like Google, Apple, but in reality, it's these um, these companies that are much less familiar to Americans, like Wipro and, and Tata Consulting Services, that are taking up the bulk of these visas, um, at least for the last five years or so. And what's even more controversial is that. Um, for those India companies, you know, most of their employees in the U.S. are on these visas. And the type of work that they're doing is they're going into banks and, and other uh, large firms and essentially outsourcing IT departments to uh, the H-1B workers. And so that's really where a lot of the controversy has focused uh, in recent years.
1: Ron, uh, do you agree with those criticisms of the program? Does it seem to you that it's gotten off track and and, and been uh, too heavily uh, tilted towards, towards those outsourcing programs? programs? Programs or outsourcing companies?
3: Well, I think it has gotten off track. I mean, the intent of the program is a good one. The intent of the program is to bring in a guest worker, an H 1B worker, when you can't find an American, uh, and then to also bring in highly specialized workers. And so those are kind of two key. elements here. First, the highly specialized. In reality, the way it's used, you don't really have to be all that specialized to qualify and be eligible for an H-1B. Essentially, what you need is a a bachelor's degree. Uh, And there's lots of people with bachelor's degrees. So the, the hurdle isn't very high. The threshold and criteria is not very high. And then secondly, there's no requirement to actually look for American workers first. And then the third element here is that Firms can legally pay way below market wages for these uh, workers, and so there's a huge profit uh, incentive, and it's extraordinarily profitable to bring in an H-1B worker to substitute for uh, a a U.S. worker or even to replace a U.S. worker.
0: And as Howard University Professor Ron Hira and Bloomberg Intelligence Government Analyst Caitlin Weber speaking with the Bloomberg Law host Greg Stohr, you can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio.
4: Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, a federal judge has blocked a Seattle law that would have allowed Uber and Lyft drivers to unionize. The city's ordinance was the first of its type in the U.S., The Chamber of Commerce had filed suit, arguing that the law improperly treats independent contractors as employees. Uber and Lyft are members of the Chamber. The law will now be blocked while the case is decided.
0: Twitter and Yelp are among the social media outlets agreeing to pay more than five million dollars in a class action privacy case. The California lawsuit accused the companies of harvesting contact information from users of Apple mobile devices. The settlement does not resolve claims against Apple that had made misleading statements to consumers.
4: In Oklahoma, a federal judge has dismissed a Sierra Club lawsuit that blamed fracking for a swarm of earthquakes. The judge ruled state regulators are in a better position to deal with fracking-related Quakes in Oklahoma than the federal courts, saying a state agency that regulates oil and gas drilling has responded energetically to increased seismic activity. New Dominion and units of Devon Energy and Chesapeake Energy had been named in that lawsuit.
0: Headline here, crossing the Bloomberg, Chem China has won EU antitrust approval to acquire Syngenta. Again, that just crossing the Bloomberg and China will sell significant part of the Adema Pesticides Unit as a result. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com.